This is a CJSR podcast. Volunteer powered. Listener supported. Campus and community. Radio. Podcast. Podcast. Radio. Radio and and podcast. (laughs) (laughs) Though one drawback to it is that it's pretty reliant on seasoning to taste good, unless you're willing to eat bare, tasteless fish. I've done that before, and I'll probably do it again in the future, but I won't eat it like that if I don't have to. Hi, I'm Melania, and you are listening to That's Food from CJSR, revealing the backstory to Edmonton's food one meal at a time. Well, today's episode is going to be a little different. As I'm recording this, we, by that I mean the That's Food gang, have all been in quarantine for over two months, and we have spent a lot of time at home. During this time, we've been cooking and baking, some of us more than others, and each of us has discovered and perfected an easy dish that we would like to share with you. You'll hear from Ralph's fail-proof beginner-friendly recipes, Caitlin's yummy and healthy dessert, and I'll share with you the best oatmeal recipe. For real, it's so good. So keep listening to hear what we have been cooking during COVID. Alright, I'm going to be honest. I'm not much of a cook. That's not to say that I can't cook. I can. I'm not great at it. I can make do, but most of the time, if I can take the easy way out with food, I will. I like making and eating things like eggs, pancakes, or bacon, just like everyone else, but sometimes I just can't be bothered to do that much work. This means that food I make for myself doesn't always require that much actual cooking on, you know, a stove. Technology has come a long way in helping us to avoid cooking on stoves, like with microwaves, ovens, microwave ovens, and slow cookers. And I'm sure I'm not the only one who thinks like this. So I'm going to share a couple of my favorite low-effort but not unhealthy meals that I've had to eat during this quarantine. For breakfast, eggs are tasty, a good source of protein, and low in calories. But turning on the stove and waiting for them to cook can feel like an eternity. Especially if you get as hungry as I do when I wake up. For something that's filling but also pretty healthy, I first meticulously pour cereal into a bowl and then follow it up with some milk. Your health benefits may vary depending on what kind of cereal you have. Then I wash some grapes and slice an apple to go with it. And then at the end, I make myself a protein shake. The best part about this meal is that it only takes like 5 minutes to make. Probably faster if you're a good cook. I struggled a bit with trying to describe how to prepare it because all the steps seem pretty easy. For lunch, things are going to get slightly harder, but for anyone who actually knows how to cook, it should be a breeze. Here, we're going to be abusing some of the cooking technology I talked about earlier to cook a classic meal from the food of my people, fish and rice. It's a great source of protein, and it can be prepared in many different ways. Tuna has the most protein, but I find that other types of fish taste much better, so I'll usually have those. Though, one drawback to it is that it's pretty reliant on seasoning to taste good, unless you're willing to eat bare, tasteless fish. I've done that before and I'll probably do it again in the future, but I won't eat it like that if I don't have to. Luckily for me, at most grocery stores and supermarkets, you can buy packages of different fish that come pre-seasoned and breaded. I personally really like this lemon-zested cod that I get, along with some white rice. The way I prepare it is to bake it in a microwave oven. This part is tricky because it requires the use of technology. Preheat the oven to about 400 to 425 degrees Fahrenheit, 
and bake it for about 18 to 20 minutes. This will vary depending on the size of the fish and how well done you want it. As for the rice, I used to have a real easy time with it because I'd just wash about a cup of white rice and put it into a rice cooker, put some water in it, and then just wait. Sadly, it broke a couple months ago, so now I have to cook it in a pan over the stove. The one thing I was trying to avoid. Fortunately for us, the process is pretty similar. Wash the rice, pour some water into a pan, but wait for it to boil before pouring the rice. Once it does, put the rice in, put the lid on, and let it simmer for about 18 to 20 minutes. And there you have it, a meal that is edible. One great thing about this meal is that you can cook up lots and then freeze it for later. People will think you're meal planning, but really, you're just being efficient with your time. Good on you. Hi everyone, it's Melania and my quarantine meal is oatmeal. Now I know what you're thinking, seriously oatmeal, how boring. But no, this is actually the yummiest breakfast ever and it's pretty healthy. So just keep listening to hear what I put in my special oatmeal. Okay, so what you're going to need is some rolled oats, milk, a whole banana, a tablespoon of maple syrup, half a tablespoon, half a teaspoon of cinnamon, literally how much you want, um, chia seeds, hemp seeds, walnuts, dates, sliced almond, and a nut butter. You can change any of these things to whatever you like and prefer. Um, if you have a nut allergy, you can use wow butter, which is actually tastes pretty much just like almond butter. So you're first going to make some oatmeal however you like to make it. The way that I do it is that I grab half a cup of rolled oats, I put it in a saucepan, I get some milk, and I pour as much milk as it, until it covers the oats in the saucepan, and then I turn it on to low heat, and I stir it every couple minutes for around 10 to 15 minutes. It works for me. And that's the way I like to make it. And then during that time, you can slice bananas. So slice them about a centimeter wide. And after you finish slicing your bananas, you're going to turn on your frying pan. You're going to put some butter or oil, whatever you like to use for frying. And then you're going to place your bananas one by one onto the frying pan. Make sure that they're not stacked. Then you're going to grab your maple syrup and you're going to drizzle your maple syrup evenly on the bananas, making sure that all of your bananas are coated evenly. If they're not, it's not really a big deal. Mine are half the time, not even. But after that, you're going to sprinkle some cinnamon on how much you like. Um, this is all up to you. And then you're going to leave them frying and caramelizing for about three to five minutes on the first side and then a little bit less on the second side. You have to be careful not to burn them. This kind of depends on how hot your pan is and mine half the time get really mushy so don't trust me. After that you're going to assemble and then so you're going to grab your oatmeal, you're going to put in a bowl, then you're going to take your bananas, you're going to place them onto your oatmeal and then you're just going to put on all your toppings that you want to put on. Um, so I would put like a tablespoon of chia seeds, some hemp seeds, and then I would drizzle my almond butter. And there you go. There is the most delicious oatmeal. And don't hate it till you try it. <laughs> I 
Okay, so something like a recipe for something you can make when you're at home. Self-isolation. Um, well, for me, being at the grocery store is not super fun lately, so I have just kept it really, really simple. And when I go, I get a giant bag of apples um, because they last a long time. I've also had a lot of, um, I guess I'll say that usually I don't buy a lot of like sugar treats and stuff like that. Like I'll make stuff for myself. I'll bake desserts or maybe I'll go out for a special occasion and get a dessert that's made somewhere like at a cafe or something. But I don't do a lot of like buying treats at the grocery store. But lately I've been keeping ice cream around, so that's a thing. And so when I go home and I want to have something like nice but not super unhealthy is, so what I do is I take my apples. I always get Granny Smith because I like the crisp tartness and I'll cut them up um, into slices and then into like little triangular wedges. Just like slice them however you want really. And then I'll stew them in a pot with sugar, cinnamon, and then whatever other spices I have. I like to put turmeric in them, something my mom started doing recently that I thought was really good, and ginger. Not too much, just a little bit. Um, so you get sort of like an apple pie thing going on. I'll put nutmeg, um, a little bit of cloves, that sort of thing. Uh, and yeah, with, with sugar, I think I mentioned that. Brown sugar if you have it, but just regular sugar is fine. And then I just cook that for a bit until they get soft and there's they're in a nice syrup. And what I try to do is I try to not put too much sugar in them so that I can keep them in my fridge. And they're really good on ice cream. First of all, most importantly, they're really good on ice cream. But secondly, I can also put them with my oatmeal in the morning and not feel bad about it. Um, yeah, and that also gets rid of like, because if you buy like a six pound bag of apples, I'm only one woman that's a lot of apples. And sometimes I just don't want apples. So if I have apples in the fridge and I'm like, oh my God, I need to eat these apples. I bought them. I'm contractually ob obligated to consume them. Then that's what I'll do. And it's great. Highly recommend it. Especially the turmeric. It gives it like a nice golden color. And turmeric is, a is supposed to be really good for you. So eat more of it, kids. Snack fat is actually a nutrition fat. It's about limiting your salt intake. The availability of fresh foods may decrease now, and it may therefore become necessary to rely more on canned, frozen, or processed foods. Many of these foods contain high levels of salt. The WHO recommends consuming less than 5 grams of salt per day. We may try to eat foods with reduced or no added salt first. We can also try to wash or rinse canned foods, such as vegetables and beans, to remove some of the excess sodium. And also be aware that pickled foods often contain high levels of sodium too. In many countries, 50-75% to 75 of the salt intake comes from the food we eat, instead of what we add afterwards to ourselves, given the thought that we might be consuming enough salt already. 
please try to avoid adding extra salt when cooking and to your meals at the table. If you want extra flavor to your food, maybe you can try with fresh or dried herbs and spices instead. And that's it for this episode of Dad's Food Quarantine Special. Today's episode is produced by Raf Garcia, Melania Antosto, Caitlin Torbonic, and me, Sophia Young. Our music is by Dad Hoyer. You can find all our episodes on Apple Podcasts and Spotify, and on our website, dadsfood.transistor.fm. You can contact us at dadsfood@cjsr.com. We are Das Food CJSR on Facebook and Instagram. Das Food is produced at CJSR in Edmonton, on Treaty Six territory. Hello. Hey, Ate. What's the cheese miss? Oh, there's so much cheese meat. Did you hear Nana break up Nessie? Hey Siri, what's cheese miss? Cheese miss is the Tagalog word for gossip. I know how much you love your cheese miss, and that's why I wanted to tell you about what's the cheese miss, a new podcast from CJSR, Edmonton's campus and community radio station, exploring Filipino identity. Every week, there's a new episode that will take a deep dive into a new topic. And oh, hold on, Ryan is calling. Let me loop them in. Hey, I just heard about what's the cheese miss. Wait. How did you already hear about that? My tita just texted me. She heard from Tito Boy. Sounds like a really interesting podcast. What kind of things will you be talking about? I always said like I'm not I'm not a very angry person, but like for some reason I just like punched my mom's car. Up until this point, my parents had always told us that they met at a gas station. They do not have the population of Filipino teachers to teach it. When I met Cherry, I had no idea what her ethnic background was. Sounds really cool. How can I tune in? What's the Cheese Mies appears on May twenty fifth, twenty twenty. You can find us at What's the Cheese Mies on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you download your podcasts, and on our website, What's the Cheese Mies dot Transistor dot FM. Follow us on Facebook and Instagram. That's T S I S M I S. Salamat. <laughs>